Hello everyone, welcome to the It Thing, and we're on episode 9 officially. I still can't believe we're on episode 9. I can't believe I did a full week of recording episodes. You know what, I'm gonna give myself a pat on the back. Um, give me a pat on the back when I'm here. Yes, that's what we call dedication, effort, and motivation. Who now the first song I can think about is Motivation by Normani. I'm gonna break you up, let me see your motivation. Ooh, hey, and get it to that. Think about it. Ooh, think about it. Oh, I love that song so much. But before we start going about the topic and whatever, let me tell you my outfit of the day. And today we're feeling the autumnal vibes. I don't know, it's because I'm wearing an overshirt that's got like um like this like checked pattern on it. It's probably why. It's literally got cobalt blue, navy blue, and it's like caramel brown color. It is from Zara. It's called a shirt. I mean, it was really expensive, ugh, but it's so pretty. Then I'm wearing a pastel lemon top. I think this color is 100% lemon. This is from Next. This is literally old and I got this for sale because we love a sale, bitch. Yes. Then I'm wearing my belt, which is from Zara. My navy blue trousers, which are from ASOS with the piping on the side, then the bias hem. And then wearing my Puma socks again because they're thicker and they're cozier. And in today's episode, because tomorrow I'm actually going to do a shoot, I thought I would actually do a two-part episode of one, talking about how to prep for a shoot. So, for example, if you're doing a photo shoot or a video shoot, this is what is the best way, for, at least for me, that how I prepare. And granted, I am no professional. I Well, I mean, I am becoming a professional, but I am still learning and I feel like everyone learns their styles and what they prefer doing, what they don't prefer doing, and what feels comfortable to them and what doesn't. But... That's what, I, this is all the tips I would give to someone who hasn't done a shoot before that wants to do a shoot. And in the next day, I'm gonna be talking about during the shoot. So this is more about prep. So I know just to prepare so you know what you're doing and you're not just like going, ah, what am I doing with this person? Ugh. Let's start, why not? Let's start a little bit early. Yeah, let's begin. Let's start with the first idea, your concept. Now, honestly, this can be literally from anything. Now, honestly, for me, I get inspired by a lot of stuff, but particularly I get inspired by music. Uh, music is always, the a lot of the time, the first thing that gets me inspired. Like, I know that on my Instagram stories, I used to do these things, and I still maybe do it occasionally, where I just blur out a song with an idea down below. Um, cause honestly music is that thing and it helps me at least get really inspired by the world. Sometimes it's other stuff though, like sometimes it's a piece of clothing or a trend. I know one in particular was kind of like a trend and a song, cause I was like, oh, this like soft girl aesthetic in particular with a song that I was thinking about, which is the Baby Loves, um, interlude from the Ariana Grande tour. That song is so beautiful. Um, I was thinking, oh my God, for one of the shoots, like this is perfect together. And I even thought about like what I, what ideally I would use and this and that. And honestly, again, it's so fun. And again, it can be literally anything that inspires you that it can be a person, it can be a story, it can be a piece of clothing. A lot of the time, if it is fashion, it could be a collection, it could be a brand. It can honestly be anything really that does make you go, wow. I have an idea. And usually when you think of that idea, what is actually good to do is write it down or communicate in some way. Not without a storyboard. Like you don't need, again, like we're not on the storyboard stage yet, but we're on the stage of like, oh my God, here are some ideas I'm just gonna throw around. So like, again, for example, let me just take the song. 
Oh, Miss, Amer- Miss, Miss America by Isaac Dunbar. Love that song. I actually got inspired to do this, like, kid, slightly, like, Stranger Things, but what the scary stuff? Um, kind of like this, like, teenage 80s-inspired freedom, like, bike thingy of, like, all these kids who felt like they weren't part of the society that we're in being free and being like, you know what, we're together and we're moving on from this and we're creating a new society. So I was going to do it metaphorically and do them riding on their bikes and like colours and da 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 like celebration almost. You know me and celebration, I love a good old party. Yeah. <laughs> so honestly, just writing them down or communicating them is a good idea. For me, I like to I like to think about these ideas. Like I always have them in my brain and I like to think about them in depth and in really get into them deep by being like, who could I picture doing this? Who could I do this? Who could I do that? Etc, etc. Then, what I would 100% also recommend doing because when I've done this, I've noticed a difference between how a shoot's gone without it and how a shoot's gone with it, which is storyboarding. Storyboarding does help so much. It kind of like, what's does, what does it do? It allows you to have an idea of what you're actually going to shoot. So by the end of it, you're not just like, ah, what the heck am I shooting? I don't know. Because sometimes, you know, when you're on shoot, okay, this is what I find. If you don't have a storyboard, you're just there like, what am I actually going to shoot? I don't know what I'm shooting. Because sometimes the location doesn't really scream at you. Now, another tip is to use a location that's exciting, but I will get onto that later. But if you don't use a location that's exciting or you don't have exactly a location or there's nothing around a location that, like, again, it screams to you, film me here, it can be quite difficult and you will be stuck at, like, what am I going to do? So you end up doing shots that are feeling very comfortable to you. For me, shots that I feel very comfortable are usually wider shots that are, like, extremely far back versus being, like, different angles and different ways or enter. It's usually just, like, straight in the middle because I think it's what a lot of people start filming with. That's what I started off filming with, especially when I was doing these like aesthetic-y montage videos of like my textile projects, for example, in year like nine and 10 or stuff like that. Like I, um, I didn't really, like that's a comfort zone. And as much as comfort zones are great, it is cool to think about individual shots and it's cool to be like, well, here's a basis. And if the location does go, oh, you know what? That's a good location or, oh, that's a good spot or I can picture there. You can always still do that. Like never limit yourself to just the storyboard. That's another tip. Always be open to expand yourself from the storyboard. But I will also say, make sure you are having something as a backup just to ensure that when you actually do go into the filming and you're like, yep, okay, we're gonna do this and this and this, you actually have a plan of what you're doing. I actually did this for my foundation year project when we did our last project and I did about like body positivity, but I kind of changed it to self-love because of the modeling. I'll get into models later. Um, And basically I had a storyboard and I followed the plan and it worked so well. Like I felt much more confident in it Admittedly, I should have made my storyboard at least two pages. I will say that, but I will also say that it made me feel good having a plan. And again, there are shoots where I actually haven't had a plan at all. So for example, one of my favorite videos, which is the baby loves, I'm trying to talk to you. One with Casey. Uh, Casey's my friend, by the way. And she also has a jewelry brand, which is so cool. Anyway, I'm digressing. I actually didn't have a plan. All I had was an idea and we just went straight into it. And again, granted, we did film outside and it was central London. So there's always something in central London, especially when it's Christmas, there is always something. And sometimes playing around with film is honestly the best thing to do, which is why I'm like, 
I'm not necessarily opposed to not having a storyboard. I just think it's easier with one or at least having ideas mentally of like, okay, I want to try doing something with this shot or this thing or this feel, for example, like thinking every single little detail honestly does help you way more than you think. Okay, so you have the idea, you have little things that you thought about, like how you're gonna film it and all, and you have your storyboard ready. Now it's time for models. Models is always like a weird point and like any fashion studio, anyone knows that it is the hardest thing to find models. Oh my God. <laughs> um, honestly, working with friends is the best and a lot of friends will be like, yeah, I'm totally down. Totally, yeah, friends, family members, I would just say go with people you feel comfortable with most at first. However, if you are starting to feel more comfortable and you know, okay, you know into like, I'm gonna work with this person because I can picture them working in this shoe. I'd say ask, honestly, you'll be surprised who says yes. I, I think of this more as like networking kind of, and especially when you, um, you work with people, um, no, you work with people, but like, I think of this more as like networking, as I said, because Again, on social media, it's really cool and a lot of people will be open to working with you. Obviously, granted, you're not gonna get Bella Hadid to work with you if you're just starting out. But let's just say you have like a, you follow someone on Instagram and you think, wow, they're gonna be perfect for the thing I'm doing. Just reach out to them and be like, hey, I'd love to work with you. Here's what I'm planning to do. Do you think you'd be cool with it? Or you can even ask friends of friends. They're usually really cool people and friends do know how you're thinking, especially um, if they do. Again, usually with models though, I usually have like a vision. Like I like, I'm like, okay, I always do this thing where I have who I'd love to work with, like dream. And then I go, okay, friends who I'd still love to work with ideally. And then kind of break that down. However, if a friend says no, do not force them to do it and do not make them feel pressured to do it. Honestly, I think it's the worst feeling making someone feel pressured to do something they do not feel comfortable with. Oh my God, no, 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 no. We do not like that in this household. We really, 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 really don't. No. <laughs> But please don't. If someone's not feeling comfortable, if someone's not feeling up for it, please be understanding. Like, well, you can always work with them later. If they're still not feeling comfortable, please do not pressure them. They are human. They should be able to feel something. However, if you have people... It is annoying and disappointing, though, when you do get constant no's. Believe me, I've had that. I've had moments where I just feel stressed because I haven't had a model. So, honestly, be open to a lot of people because you don't know, you may end up creating the perfect shoot with people you didn't expect to shoot with. Be be open to shoot with, um, shoot with everyone, honestly, yes. My aim, I think for the next shoot I'm gonna do, I wanna do something with like masculinity and like femininity, like mixing the both with like makeup and tools and something like that with men, or uh, maybe something along those lines. I know that's like quite common, but I still love it so much. Like it's so cool. Ah! Uh, <laughs> um, just play around and honestly have fun. Again, you're here to have fun. So that's what I always go with friends. Okay, next is location. Now, usually I think of this as like ideas. So if I'm like, oh my God, I'd love to work in like an old ruins. For example, the shoot I'm doing, I'm going to Hill and Pergola Garden, which is this Hampstead 
old, ruined, beautiful place. And I'm again, we're doing a street bear campaign, so I thought the juxtaposition could look so, so, so cool. Oh, so definitely consider every single little bit. It does not just have to be pretty locations. It can also be like really random ones. Like honestly, I've had ideas to do a tennis courts with physical doing like this like cool and edgy thing where we go to different locations with different colors and playing around with every single little detail. Again, granted though, I have shot at really pretty places. Like Notting Hill is a very good place I would say to shoot with. Like, and literally you don't even have to go too far. Like you could just literally go and stay around with the colored houses and just stay there and don't even move. Or another good place I'd say is actually central London. Um, if you really, really want to, like I would say the Covent Garden, Carnaby Street, um, if you want color. And then if you don't want color and you want it to be quite like, if you want it to be quite like white and architecturally beautiful, definitely go to like Kingston. Kingston? Nope, that's the wrong place, Steph. Nope. Go to like the VA area. I forgot the name, but it's not coming to my head, but that area um, where it's got loads of white buildings and it's very deck like decadent and expensive. And even in the VA, I mean, beware, like, I don't know if you can actually film inside a museum, but if you could take photos, I'm pretty sure you can film. Like, there's a beautiful bit in the VA, like going up to the stairs. I think if you go through the big front entrance and you turn to your right, it's got these beautiful stairs and that will look really really cool again juxtaposition if you want to work with somewhere a little bit more like rough and um gritty i don't like the word gritty but it's more like if you want to work with somewhere that isn't necessarily so it's glamorous or prestigious or aesthetic not aesthetic um but like um not as was it architecturally and you want something more geometric and you want something a little bit more gray tone the Tate's a good one. Honestly, shooting around in an area like Camden will probably be a good area to shoot in because you have the mixture between like all the colorful street vendors and all the colorful shops on the outside with then this like, with the other buildings like contrasting. It, it could look cool, like trust me. Uh, but what other locations? If you, I would also say look around you locally. Locally, you'll be surprised what you can find. Again, tennis courts, they are a really cool place to shoot and they can lead to the best shoe ideas. Um, honestly, uh, you could also do, like, I've had ideas to do it in my old school where, like, someone's running through the corridor and feeling, like, free because they're out, for example. I've had that feeling mentally. Ooh. Um, there's literally so many places you could do. So, I definitely say location is key. Now, outfit. So, there are many ways you can work with this. So, the first way is to ask the model for like tell them styling wise a little brief thing so be like okay you know what can you please make an outfit that's x y and z so for example like if i was like oh can you make it like soft and girly for example and then you see their interpretation to see if you like it or not because remember you can work that way this is probably the best way to save you both money because you don't have to buy any clothes and they don't have to buy any clothes and honestly you save some cash and again who doesn't want to save cash B is if you do, again, B is the method that I've done, which is, oh my God, like, I'll buy you a piece and then you style it in something you feel comfortable with. This was a shoe that I did with like body positivity and self-love. Um, that was a really cool idea, actually. And I think more brands should do that because it's really fun. Although, to be honest, no one could really tell, but I was still in charge of styling because I could be like, right, choose a piece, I'll style it for you. And then today I will go on from there. So for example, like, um, I chose a lot of stuff from ASOS because I just think ASOS has the best delivery time, life hack, because their delivery always comes super quick and really conveniently. So definitely that. 
or the third piece, which is actually buying pieces for the shoot. Now, granted, I know this is expensive and I know this is pricey. So for this, my best recommendation would be look, look, look. Look everywhere and make sure you can find a place that does next day delivery or very, very, very short delivery time. So you are able to see if the clothes fit the person if you're going to see them before you can experiment with the clothing especially if you're diying stuff like literally for the shoot i've done i have a pair of bleach jeans and i literally did them yesterday because they came when did they come they came yesterday so i did them yesterday and now they're all ready for the shoot tomorrow and it, honestly if you can prepare as much as you can before the shoot or before you before anything it will make you feel better and it'll make everything run more smoothly because you're not thinking ahead of like oh my god how am i gonna do this how am i gonna do this you're gonna be like right i can do this let me just prep every let me just get everything ready so if you're diying something make sure you do it before the shoot because that's gonna be extremely stressful if you're buying something make sure you know their sizes and ask their sizes before you get the thing and honestly another tip is look in places you wouldn't expect now granted again like if you're needing clothes last minute like fast fashion is probably going to be the one you can go you're gonna go for which i know is annoying but um you'll be surprised like i literally found a skirt from new look and it's literally been the thing i've been looking for which is the like tennis skirt style and honestly like i was looking everywhere else i was looking asos i looked a pretty little thing because i thought they'd have it but they all had slits which just looked so weird uh they had boohoo i looked at even like topshop zara literally everywhere and nowhere had it and if they did have it the size that i was looking for was out of stock and then new look had it and i was like I'm shook. I'm so surprised. <laughs> so I would definitely say look everywhere because you don't know where it's going to be. And honestly, like, if you can find it, it will be so good just to have it. Like, even, even if it is, like, you can also, the other thing is you can always return it. Like, if this thing realistically, unless you've, like, customized the piece, like, the jeans, I can return the skirt. I can just return it and get my money back. So my tip is do not take the labels off. Or if you want to be generous, you cannot say, hey, if you like this, you can keep it. But that is a very nice tip. And I actually did that for my body positivity. And then my friend Georgia wore it to work. And I was like, ah, I got you that girl. <laughs> or I actually got my friend Weston because he was part of a shoot I've done. And he wore the shirt that I got. I was like, <laughs> um, also, if anything changes last minute, please tell your models. So... I had this with, this This still pisses me off to this day, I had this with my video shoot when I was in foundation course because they mixed up the days, so I told my models, oh, it's gonna be Tuesday and Wednesday, when actually it was Wednesday and Thursday, and then they decided to blame it on me, I was just like, no it's not, but anyway, so I had to tell my models, and a couple of them couldn't make it, which was really, really annoying, so I had to last minute find some new models, um, that's a pain in the ass, not gonna deny, but still, <laughs> Mm -hmm. um, just make sure you have backup just in case like mental backup like okay I can ask this person they're guaranteed gonna say yes or if someone's like they don't say yes straight away but at the end of the day they go well if you do need me I will help like if they don't feel comfortable like if you do need me I'll help cool best thing to do again have mental backup have backup for everything like a backup location a backup story maybe not a backup story but a location that's kind of similar and backup everything and also consider every single little detail like weather if the weather changes where you're gonna shoot always look for that where the models are gonna change where everything's gonna be like even today i 
had to think about that. And I think with location I'm going to shoot at, which is Helen Pagla Garden, there's a park and you are able, there's a bathroom and you think you can use that to get changed. Again, we will check because um, if they're not feel comfortable getting changed, <laughs> I don't know what else. Um, what other things do you have to prepare for? Oh, also have fun. Like, enjoy it. It should be a cool time. You are creating magic and it should be good. And honestly, if you be friendly with your models, be friendly with who you work with, because again, you could be using them later. You don't know. So definitely go and enjoy yourself and have a good time. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else do you need? Oh, make sure, oh, little random things. Make sure your camera's charged. I've done this once where my camera was not fully charged and I ended up dying during a shoot. I've had a time where I've lost a memory card, so make sure you bring a memory card. Delete all the old footage off a memory card so you are able to use it for the day and the longest period of time. Uh, I would say if you need to, if you might have to be in the shoot, um, I would say make sure you're dressed for the occasion just in case you have to pop in i've done that a couple of times where i have had to pop in so i've got dressed in the outfit that i feel like okay this would go with the shoot or i feel best in this or oh this could cool this could cool this would be cool in this area so definitely think about every single little detail because there that's what's going to help you the most uh what other tips bring a tripod or a, um if you have money for a gimbal buy a gimbal but if you don't have a tripod and yeah, just have a good time. I think that's it. The next episode, I'm actually going to be doing the shoot. So in tomorrow's episode, which again, I'll explain how it's going to work after. I am going to explain how the shoot went. And I'm also going to explain tips for on the actual day, like when you are shooting. So yeah, I really hope you did enjoy this episode. And make sure you stick around for tomorrow for the next episode. Bye, y'all.